and welcome back to episode 112 of the hit the showers podcast presented to you by the foolproof entertainment network as always i am your host clifford jordan jennings here with my point man and co-host malcolm two steps too slow always late to the party king <laughs> right on time what's going on Cliff? not shit. how you feeling Man, glad it's the weekend, glad it's the weekend. I know that's right. Shit, they only last five minutes. Right, hey, that's the new, that might, never mind, that's, a, that's for a different talk. Listen, what? We here to talk sports? <laughs> yep, what we starting off with today? I don't know, I kind of want to start off with the, uh, the Bruce Arians retiring from head coach. Okay. What's your uh Todd Bowles is the replacement. Right. So yeah, Todd Bowles is the is the replacement. Defensive coordinator. Right. So I mean, how do you feel about it? Do you have any thoughts? I mean What it sounds like to me and and for the shower heads out there, I apologize. It's not like he's just retiring. He's retiring and moving to the front office as senior football consultant. So What it sounds like to me is he's getting paid more money for less responsibility. Which is fine, you know, as long as the team's willing to do that. Um, I know Bruce Arians' big thing, and everybody always said it, but as long as you got Brady on the field, you don't really have to be the coach, you know. Just make sure your defense is together, and Brady's going to do the rest. With that being said, I think that Bruce Arians did have a lot to do with, like, um looking up future talent, you know, mm-hmm. right? like in the draft and, and, you know, different moves like that. Um, if that's all he was doing anyway, you might as well give him a position to do that alone. Right. Now I say, I say he, it sounds like he's getting paid more money. We don't know. Maybe he's getting paid comparable money, you know, to have less responsibility. But either way it goes, I see it as less responsibility because now all you have to do is look into the, you know, scout future talent, look into moves that can be made across the league that interest your team. You're, and you're I'm not so like an individual contributor. Right. Rather than having to, yeah. Control the team, uh, you know, do all like I think that and he's 70 years old, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, he's older. So. I get the move, and I, I definitely applaud Todd Bowles for getting that. Mm-hmm. I think that's good for them. Um, Another blackhead coach is always nice to see. Now, here's what I'm thinking: like, I definitely like to see it in the with Brady coming back to Tampa Bay, right? Because that's automatically yeah. going to give him a winning season, first year head coach. Well, if Brady's healthy, if all three... right, 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 right. And that's a good caveat. I, I appreciate you making that. If all things played out. Right. Now, what was I about to say? Hold up. Damn, I know it's about Ty Bowles uh, moving into that head coach position. Oh, with Tom Brady coming back. Now, what I do think is that regardless of Tom Brady coming back, they can't just be focused on bringing the band back together like last time. 
Right. They have to make improvements. And they may not need the improvements for the NFC, but once you hit the AFC ball. Oh, yeah. The way they stacked, I don't see a Tampa Bay team that we saw last year doing anything effective against a, an improved, all the teams improved in the AFC. And they were already looking strong last year. Yeah. I already said last year I didn't see if Brady comes out the uh, NFC, I didn't see him beating the Bills or whoever else was coming out. So now, no, you don't have a shot unless you make make changes. Right. There's only a few AFC teams that really seem to have not done much, such as the Steelers, like we talked about last Saturday. They haven't seemed to have added any pieces or done anything. Right. Nothing to keep up with uh with their competi- with with what their competition's doing, I should say, in the AFC. But yeah, I mean AFC is that that's the conference to beat. I mean Did Pittsburgh yeah, ever get a wide receiver? No, nope. So they uh, never replaced Juju? Nope. Mm-mm. No. Um I hadn't seen that they replaced Juju, no. I mean, I would, I would, if I was a Pittsburgh fan, I would take that as a speaking of where uh, Dion at. I would take uh, that as a a sign. That's a good question. Is he at work today? Or is he... That they do um, plan to make moves. I just thought of him when I said if I was a Pittsburgh right. fan. But um, yeah. what was I saying? Yeah, I, I would look at that as a good sign that they have to. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't go in there without a wide receiver. Right, right. So yeah. I would imagine they plan on making moves is all I was getting at. Uh, unless they're unless they're planning on trying to do all their damage through the draft on whatever they can do. You know, they may be looking at the draft real heavily, the Steelers, that is. But didn't they finish, what, eight and – they won, didn't they? Um, was it eight and nine or nine and eight? Let me double check. I can't remember either, but I thought they won their last game. So their record. That can't be right. Thank you. That can't be right. Um, What they say. It had their uh, old record. They were 9-7-1. 9-7-1. Oh, yeah, I knew it was a tie in there. And they lost. Remember, they lost a wild card playoff game to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Wait, the Steelers did? Yeah. They played them first game and got whooped 21-42. Remember, that's when I was uh, speaking and remembering stuff I said on the show. Remember, that's when I said, um, why would Ben Roethlisberger say that he's just trying to, that they don't have a chance and let's just go out there and do what we can or have fun? Remember, there was a quote that Roethlisberger had said. I said it's coming back you- to me. I said, why would you go into a playoff game being a veteran like that in your last Definitely, year? I'm definitely, it's definitely coming back now. Okay. Yeah, they got spanked by the Chiefs that first. Damn, that was just last year. I forgot. It. <laughs> What's that thing you be telling me to take? Boy, you better get on and get Listen, you a prescription. I definitely, I definitely slipped my mind. But yeah, that's, that's, um, yeah, no, I mean. Um, that didn't seem right. Had, right. No, they just had it. It was almost like a joke that they made it. Remember, like they really weren't supposed to. Make right. It. And then, like, haha, we made it. And then 
Everybody knew they was going to lose that first game. You know, no one expected them to beat the Chiefs at all. But I guess rounding back to my point, I don't know that 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 year that record is putting you higher on the. You know, like you're not going to get great draft picks, right? And they may off not that be, season at least, right? And, and they may be just looking at draft picks in general, hoping to develop them. You know, I don't know, of course, but. Yeah, they haven't made any big splashes, not at all, not at all. And I know we were talking about the Bucks. I just thought about it when I was thinking about them trading off Juju. Yeah, no, uh, I think it's a good move. I think, like you said, my thing is, okay, what happens to Todd Bowles after Tom Brady does officially call it quits? Or if Tom Brady doesn't call it quits by the time he should call it quits and decides to keep playing and they tank, again, what happens to a Todd Bowles? Do we look at, you know, him? I mean, regardless, just the but it, regardless, if Brady stays healthy, that first winning season is a good notch on your resume. It is. So I don't know that like it's almost expected. Mm-hmm. It's almost expected that a team doesn't do as well a few seasons after they lose their star quarterback. Right. Now, I also know that the NFL is historically harder on ethnic coaches than they are white ones. Right. So yeah, they are. that is a good question. What happens to him after? I'm just saying if he puts up a decent first season, first two seasons, you at least see a team in line to interview him. Right. Which is a all, good sign. It all kind of goes back to like the Brian Flores situation. Right, like he won that those last what eight games, and right in a row. I let go right in a row. You know? I still so think that's... that that proved, and I don't mean to cut you off. I'm no, you sorry, did. but I still think that kind of proves his point when he was saying that they was paying him the tank. Oh yeah, because how do you go zero and eight in the beginning of the season, zero and <laughs> nine, and then go eight and zero at the end, and unbeaten in the harder half of your season? And you clearly made some adjustments. You clearly. That just seems you know. off to me. I don't care what nobody says. That seems off to me. Right. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think it may, it may just. In the Brian Flores situation, it may just be. Nah. <clears throat> It could be though. I think it's it was really just a series of unfortunate events. Right. And he just so happened to be the guy that was in there. But could I think be. if it was a white dude that was the head coach, they probably would have still said two is not doing the best this year. Let's right. let's tank the season. I'll pay you to tank. Right. Like I don't I don't doubt that that question would not have been asked whether black or white. That was going to take place. Miami wasn't doing the best. They like, let's get the draft picks. Chill out. Don't worry. Right. right. But unfortunately for a guy like Brian, For Brian Flores, on top of being black, it's also your first year coaching. Mm. You know? So you don't want to look like the guy that goes 0-17 in your first mm. year coaching because your team was paying you to tank. He was screwed either way. It sounded like right. That's why I said a, just a series of unfortunate events, and you just so happened to be the guy in there. Right. Mm. No, I don't doubt that he wasn't done a little dirtier than most because he was black. 
But right. I think that right. the same situation would have happened if it was a white coach in there. It may have played out a little differently, but same situation. Just like Britt said, it's probably other teams that are doing that. That are saying, I know, listen, I know you are coach. We go on, sign you to another contract. Don't worry about that. But we need you to tank these games. Right. We'll give you a bonus to tank these games. Right. We Yeah. No, that don't, I mean. I think his issue was he didn't have the, the security blanket of them saying, we will sign you again. Right? Like, so right. you don't have to worry about looking bad. We will pick you up again but we need you to tank these games. So he was like, nah, nope, not doing it. And I don't blame right. him. Yeah, I would have rebelled too. But Ty Bowes, I wish him all the best. I definitely think that uh, that's a good move. I like him anyway. Ty Bowes? Yeah, I like him as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. And I don't, I, I don't think there's anything better in the NFL than a defensive-minded coach. Right. Because they put so much into the offense. You know what I'm saying? You got people in the skybox calling plays. You got all kinds of coaches on the sideline with the players. Like, you have a team of people. And I'm not saying the defense doesn't either. Right, right, right. But you don't see a whole defensive box in the sky for motherfuckers just... No, you don't. You know, like, defense is more so just get it done where offense is like we need a helicopter a blimp put somebody up in that good year blimp and right. give us an overview so we can see what's going on on that field right it's more looked into right you got uh mics in the quarterback's helmets you got all kinds of shit right that's true and i'm yeah. not saying you like your middle linebacker may not be mic'd up might not have a a, a wire to the coach right but I just think offense is more, it's just clear it's more looked at. Yeah. So if you got a defensive-minded coach coming in as a head coach and then you already have a good <clears throat> offensive team like the Buccaneers, mm -hmm. like the Buccaneers now, I should say, that that's a good look for a, a right. Todd Bowles, in my opinion. Right. But only time will tell. Who's their backup? Um, behind Brady. Uh huh. Let's see. I just backup thought about that. Quarterback. Who was their backup last year? Uh, so Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. He used to be the quarter, uh, one of the quarterbacks in Jacksonville when he came into the league a couple years ago. I don't have film on him. Yeah, I don't have film on him. Yeah, Blaine Gabbard. I've heard the name, but I can't I can't remember like I can't go to any highlights in my head, think of anything I've seen him do. So I mean I don't know. Just God bless and hope Brady stays healthy, I guess. Right. But we'll move on. What you got? You want to throw something out or you want me to? Um, As far as, yeah, I mean, of course I, I got some things. Let's see here. Colin Kaepernick was able to throw at Michigan's spring game away to his door to open NFL. I'm sorry, to, yeah, 
waits his door to open for NFL return. That was as of April the 2nd. This was reported. Did that already take place, though? Colin Kaepernick worked out in front of NFL scouts and onlookers present during halftime of the University of Michigan spring game on Saturday at Michigan Stadium. So it took place today. Okay, okay. Okay, so so we'll give it some time. Right, so good luck. I mean, as always, good luck, Kaepernick, you know, trying to make his comeback. But Yeah, definitely good luck. I, I wish him good luck. There's no reason he shouldn't, you know at least be wished good luck and right. um yeah i just feel like yeah at least at least uh give him a shot at least look at him you know because regardless yeah, right. of what happened you, you stopped him from playing in the league when he was still good enough to back somebody up right so if he still feels like he got it give him like look at him like anybody else but i don't know that we see a kaepernick in the league making noise right he may be somewhere backing somebody up he may he may get another willie beeman shot he could isn't that kind of how he got on in the first place who was it yeah Um, he didn't just come to san francisco expected to start he was on the bench wasn't he did somebody get hurt and then he got a shot and that's mm-hmm. how we got the starting job the next season when they went to the Super Bowl against the oh, Falcons. That's right, because Harbaugh was his coach, and that's why he let him. That just makes sense why he – okay, I just – dot connector. Harb, um, John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Or is it John or Jim? I always get the – Jim is the Ravens. John. John Harbaugh, remember, was the coach of the 49ers when Kaepernick was on the team. Right. Which makes sense why he – Yeah, because it was the first brothers ever – Playing yeah, against each Super other Bowl. in the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah. So Doc connected, yeah. So Harbaugh just sounds like just trying to help out a former quarterback that he believes still has talent, which I think is nice. It's a good idea, but yeah, he gave it. Somebody had got hurt, I believe, and he stepped in. And right, you know, I can't remember who that was though. Mm-hmm. That's gonna bother me too. Oh well, but I mean that would be that would be that would almost be a Disney movie. Like a Pixar flick, right? The 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 kid who was on the bench got a shot, took advantage of the shot, took his team to the Super Bowl the following year. Then fought against injustices in the nation, got blackballed from the league, came back four years, what five years later. Same thing happened. Somebody unfortunately has to slide down the bench i don't want to call injuries on any future quarterbacks because you know but he gets in again and makes something happen right that's a that's a a sandlot movie that's a disney movie right there yeah the question is what was you doing in the off season that's really what it comes down to Mm mm-hmm and I really think that's the only thing it comes down to, because once again, I do think he is skilled enough to back be a backup quarterback in the league. Yeah, I think he could definitely be a backup. I mean, even, you know, I mean, shoot. He could even give, depending on the team, you know, competition for potential starters somewhere. But Depending on the team, backup. I agree. Definitely a backup. 
at, at least. Yeah, I didn't know that took place. I saw that, though. Yeah, that was today. But it sounded like it was going to take place, and it hadn't already when I was reading it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So good luck, you know, with that. Because like I said, I mean, it's been a long time coming. So hopefully one day, you know. So do you think he gets signed? Let's just brass tacks. No, I hate to say it. No, I don't think it does anything to really help him. I mean, I feel like if, if it was going to happen, it would have already happened by now, unfortunately. Of course, I would love to see it. I hope to be wrong in a situation like this. But no, I don't see it. I think I'm in agreement with you. But then I have that voice in the back of my head that says, do you think a team would take advantage of this marketing-wise? Right. Because there's potential that, that that brings additional fandom into whoever's arena that picks him up. But there's also a potential that it takes it away. Right. Yeah. Because, you know, it's still those people out there that look at him like a piece of shit. Like I said, my thing is, I go back to say, if you let Kareem Hunt come back and, you know, stuff like that, and, you know, you cheer That's these, different guys, though. You pay these guys. That's different, though. That's different. They hit women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's not even a joke. They hit women. This man stood up against the NFL, uh, police brutality. Like yeah. he has a bigger, like it's almost like a, it's almost like a Kyrie in the NBA situation. In order to let Colin Kaepernick back, you have to agree you were wrong in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the NFL's ego. will allow that to take place. The NBA, a, a little more, because like I said, that's more of a player-run organization. Right. This is a owner-run organization. And I don't know if there's a lot of people that allow that to happen. But once again, good luck. Good luck is all we can say about that. Yeah. But speaking of contending teams, what was you about to say? I said only time will tell. Right. But uh, speaking of contending teams, uh, Rams signed linebacker Bobby Wagner to a five-year, $5 million deal. My question. Wait, you said five-year how much? Oh, I said $5 million, I meant 50 I was like. Yeah. Five-year, <laughs> $50 million deal. I said, I'll take that right now. Five-year, five mil. I get trucked. I don't care. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry run me over. Listen, it had to be five years guarantee or five mil guarantee for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> <The fuck? Right. laughs> you, right. Would, you would be doing that shit for free. I guarantee right. it. Right. Because first day of practice, you get cracked and they like, <laughs> yeah, he's done. Oh, shit. Send him yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Send him home with 3,500. He only right. lasted he five <laughs> Oh shit! Oh shit! No, that uh, Cliff. I mean, great pickup. And here's here's why I say that. Okay, I think Bobby Wagner. I think we double checked this. I think last weekend. I think we said he's only like 32, 33. He's not thirty-one. Thirty-one. He's not. You know what I mean? Um, I think he still has a lot of football left in him. I I think he can definitely make a good impact still. 
And I think why not do that in your division against your former team twice a year? You know, what a better way. That's a good you know? point I wasn't thinking about. I mean, I said the same thing about um, what's the name me with the Chargers, but Khalil Mack. Yeah, I said the same thing about that about him and, going there. I thought that then, was good. And then Bobby, Bobby Wagner, if you ever happen to listen back to this podcast one day, this is for you directly to you in the showerheads and obviously in host Cliff. Bobby Wagner, you actually are in a better situation. You actually should be ecstatic. I know you were upset about getting lost. Uh, in the communication in Seattle and not being told about being traded and they didn't speak to you, didn't talk to you about it and they just traded you and you were hurt, felt some type of way. But you are now on a Super Bowl winning team, contending team potentially again. You should be ecstatic. I hope you're ecstatic. You have a way better shot winning on this team than you did in Seattle, bro. I mean, I definitely understand that, that but yeah. But yeah. Yeah, and it's Seattle to L.A. It's not that far. You know, I mean, you still, that's probably what it is. You know, somebody gets comfortable playing for the team they play for. And it's like, regardless of where you take me, I planned on staying here. I was digging my roots in here. Right. But, hey, fuck But I get it. Go ahead. No, what was you saying? I was gonna say you got a chance to win a ring, man. Fuck them roots, bro. Pick them roots up and take them with you. And <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Agree on that. You know yeah. the fuck. <laughs> the fuck out of here. that dear to you, Cliff. I'll help you pick them out, Cliff. We'll put them in something safe. We'll put them in a pot and we'll transfer them down oh, to your new land. Shit. You feel me? Yes. But go ahead. Yes, sir. So the question is, do you think that the signing of Wagner replaces the production of Von Miller? That's a great question. Let me do a little homework real quick. What I want to see is I want to see Von Miller's stats last year, right? And I want to see Bobby Wagner's stats last year. And I want to see how comparable they are. So Von Miller in Los Angeles, no, he did go there like mid season. Keep in mind, like or early. It was like, you know, wasn't from the start. Right, to right, 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 right. He had 31 combined tackles. Eight. Wait. Whatever. It says eight assists. It says C O M B. I'm assuming combined, yeah, right? But there's uh-huh. eight, eight assists. He had five sacks, zero interceptions. That was Vaughn Miller in LA getting traded. So your boy Wagner. Let's just quickly look at his. But they also two different positions, mind you, as well. But right, because he because Vaughn seems to play that what we say at edge rusher. Yeah, and position, Bobby Wagner is a legit middle linebacker, linebacker type situation. Now Bobby, Bobby's a bad boy. <laughs> you should see his stats, bro. This is insane. I never even knew he was. I knew he was good, but I know he's just good. Man, Bobby and Bobby Lester had 170 combined tackles, 77 assists. One sack, one interception. Cliff, looking here since he's been in the league, on just on the average, Bobby's Bobby's lowest combined tackle since he's been in the league since 2012. Lowest is 104 in 2014, ranging all the way up to that 170 I just quoted you last year. Mm. N- nothing never le- like his shit. Listen, and he's that. increasing it seems because he got 170 last year. Last year, yeah, he is increasing now. 2016, he had 167, and then he kind of dropped off to the 130s. Kind of. That's still crazy. 
But yeah, he's he's consistent, is what I'm trying to say. So I don't think another thing is Cliff. Let's talk about ages, right? Let's talk about age. Von Miller's 33. Von Miller, yes, is like you said, 33. So you uh, lose two years on that. That's a plus. Right. That's a check. You and here's another plus because I agree with you when you say so, um he does, right? Because it also gives you another level to your defense. Right. Somebody gets around that edge and Aaron Donald misses that tackle or Von Miller would have missed that tackle. You still got that middle linebacker that's prowling on that second level to close in. Right. Like, that. you know, that big three is solid. So now essentially, if you mm -hmm. add a, a good safety, mm. you've just locked up the entire field. Right. If you add one good safety, one exceptional standout safety now you got Jalen ramsey on the corner you got aaron donald up front get you a good uh d tackle i mean they had what's what was dude's name eric weddle but he re-retired did he yeah he re-retired after that win he came out of retirement and then re-retired after they won. yeah they need a good d tackle and a safety and they would they you've essentially just locked up the whole field not the yeah, whole looking, field, but essentially the whole field. Yeah, I'm looking here now. You're right. A good nose guard and a good safety. Mm -hmm. with a, yeah, yeah, would solidify. Um, but they're looking good. Kind of looking here. I mean, all around. They brought most of their team back, added a couple pieces, lost a couple pieces. Yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, but I think Bobby Wagner, to any team you go – I was hoping – Cliff, man, as an Eagles fan, every time I see a big name like a Bobby Wagner or Odell, I, I hopelessly am like, man, I let's get him. Like, I'll even get on Instagram, right? right? And I'll tag <laughs> an Eagles in the like, hey, not a bad idea, right? Now, of course, we never seem to capitalize on these things or these hints, but I, all I'm saying is a Bobby Wagner. It's a Wagner, gamble, that's why. But go it's ahead. It's a gamble. But I was just going to say, I feel like almost anywhere you put him, unless it's a, a, a defense, he's just not familiar with like he, he's going to give you production well Bobby see the, the reason why i say it's a gamble is because when you have a player that high of caliber mm -hmm. there's only select situations he's interested in going to and to pick a philly is to almost have a crystal ball and see the future because i will say i do that think i do think that philly is on the rise they are on the come up you will start to slowly see their record improve year by year I agree. Not quite ready for the Super Bowl, but you will see their record improve year by year. And for a guy like Bobby Wagner being 31, thinking like, I don't know when they pop. That's true. You don't know. Uh, Philly's all automatically off your list. Yeah. I mean, if I got choices right, I mean, who wouldn't go with the reigning defending Super Bowl? I probably champions? wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Like, if it was up to me and I was a Bob, Bobby Wagner, I probably wouldn't. But, it of course, it sounded like he didn't have too much say-so in that. Also found out uh, another role that, or factor that played in it is, let me double-check, but I believe Bobby is a local. From L.A.? Yeah, let me double-check, but I believe they... they then why would he be so upset team. about going there? Um, Not going there. So, Bobby is a local. He's from Los Angeles, California. Um... Yeah, he went to high school there. He's from there. So he's coming back home. I'm not, not really upset, up but... Yeah, I was never saying upset. I was just saying... Basically, to me, it's like... 
Okay, you had you had your little girlfriend, you had your little chick. She was alright. <laughs> oh, no, She's alright. Bobby Wagner had his little chick in the Seattle Seahawks. But you don't know what that girl meant to him. Don't know what it meant to him. But all I'm saying is the grass is definitely looking greener on the other side there, Bobby. That's as far as girlfriend situation, as far as the team he's on. I'm I'm comparing the team to a girlfriend. Okay. Saying he upgraded, right? You're mad about uh, a nickel or a penny when you went ahead and just got a dime. But once again, now that I understand the analogy, you still don't know what that girlfriend or team meant to him. Well, it meant 10 years, right? You spent 10 years, and that's what he said. So that clearly lets you know that he was in it for the long haul. He was. Some players want to retire with the team they started with. Damien, so... This is all I'm saying, Cliff. Bobby did Bobby. I'm glad you didn't get stuck or getting didn't get pulled into pulling a Damian Lewis, for example. We talked about loyalty sometimes. But the dynamic of the NBA is a little different than the dynamic of the NFL, too. Yeah. I mean, I would still say it's similar as far as the people who would like to stay with the team they started with. Like I'm sure that percentage is similar from the NBA to the NFL. But I feel like you see a lot more moves in the NBA than you do the NFL. Like this is this is the evolution of football right here. Like this shit's kind of unheard of. Like of course trades happen, but like now we're really shuffling the deck. Right. When you see players like Bobby Wagner, Devontae Adams, uh, Tyreek Hill, like the the marquee players of their position on that team being moved for something, you, you don't see that. How many how many times was, was the Ravens ready to trade a Ray Lewis? My nigga smoked somebody and they was like, nah, Ray Lewis stays in Baltimore. Right, but that's Ray Lewis we're talking about though. That's- Allegedly. Nice. Yeah, but I'm saying though, you, you've never heard of this before. I, I can't remember a year where there's been this much movement. No, I, I I can't either. I mean, it's been a busy, busy. Well, not so much this much, but the this much movement with the caliber of player that they're moving. It's almost like a, a poker game. Well, that's exactly what it is. And yeah. people are throwing out high cards, though, hoping to get the flush. You know, like they, I want the big hand. I don't care about this. I want the big hand. Right. You can have this king, this queen. I'm hoping for two aces back. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I don't, we'll see what this ends up being this, this season. But I definitely agree with the players. I agree with the fans. If anything, Madden gonna be something next year. <laughs> Madden, I'm definitely buying. I'm listen, definitely I might. Buying. I'm not even a big, big Madden guy, but Madden. I want to play it just because of the shuffle. Madden will be something next year. That that. Oh, yeah. I can see. It'll probably be one of the best selling Maddens of all time. Fuck around with all the. That's an interesting statement, but I don't know that you're wrong. You know, only time will tell. Like I say, but. It definitely could produce a lot of revenue based off of the the 
we'll call it NFL madness lately. It's definitely madness. Well, I wouldn't call it. I guess I don't know. Madness in a good way. Right, you know? right. You don't you don't know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, or who. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Some of the stuff we could have seen coming. Some of the stuff, it's like a soap opera. That's what it's been like. Like we're tuning in. It is in. somewhat, huh? We're tuning in. Shit, did he did he leave? Did he <laughs> he went, Brady said he might go to the Dolphins. What? You know I what I mean? Spit my beer out. Yeah. Then they talking about uh, you stupid. He said, did he leave? Right. And so speaking of Ray Lewis, I think he was just trolling, but Ray was like, he made something a post on Instagram or something like, well, since Tom's coming back, well, damn, should I go ahead and do the same or something like that? But Man, ain't nobody he... worried checking for no old ass Ray. And you know what? You know what's funny is I do think that if Ray came back, he would still be the same immovable force. It's just those hits he would give out would end up taking him back out of the game. He couldn't play every snap. Not at all. And I think he hits too hard. I think, I think. I think it was hitting Jerome Bettis, boy. I think it was hitting. He hits too hard, and I think he's too old. Once you get to a certain Mm -hmm. age, even if you can lay that hit and lay, you might lay that dude out, but getting back up after you give that hit, every hit ain't going to be painless. Because you know, you give a good hit, you don't feel anything at all. Mm -hmm. You just run through them. You don't feel, it feels like air. But when you give a good hit in a bad way, you like, oh, shit. Out my back and my shoulder. Right, you fuck something up. Right, mm-hmm. and I don't think I don't think Ray's young enough to be able to withstand that kind of punishment of the NFL. No, I think mm-hmm. he's he's undercrediting this new this new talent. They something too, fast, explosive. I yeah, mean, I mean Johnson. I love Ray. I love Ray, but. Chad, even Chad Johnson has said that he went to a – of course, he went and seen Jamar Chase and them guys play Cincinnati, whatever, this year. He also went and seen Justin Jefferson. No. Uh, no, I think you uh, – anyways, I think you've seen Justin Jefferson, of course, Jalen Waddle. And uh, he was just like, man, yeah, these guys are different. He was like, the way they run routes, their hands, he was like, I'm going to be honest. Like, that's, you know what I mean? You know Chad Johnson respectively did his thing. You know, when he played, he's Yeah, like, if Chad man. Johnson says that, that means something because Chad Johnson right. was not one that would give credit. Praise. No, he didn't. I'm the best. I'm the right. guy. Right. I loved his swagger. I did. I still much. do. I like the fact he went into that boxing and he won his, his fight, too. Oh, that's as a, right. I all that. That's all a testament to Chad Johnson being Chad Johnson. That's a Capricorn right there. That's what we Man, do. you Put fucking astronomer. Stuff, Astrologist, astrologist, right? Whatever the fuck that is, this motherfucker reading stars and shit. If you don't take that, (laughs) sometimes they might tell you something. I mean, I I don't disagree there. That I won't disagree with, but but yeah, no, I mean, uh, like you said, we were saying the young talent and uh, these old guys. There'd be no place for them to try to come back at this point. Nah, nah, because if you lose one step in this league. That step costs you your career. Right. You're done with. You got defensive linemen running four sixes. Over 350 pounds running four sixes. And you think that your old ass about to come out here and run with these young boys? I don't care if you are a legend. That's going to be hard to do. 
Now, I'm not saying it can't be done, but you ain't doing that. Just hang them speaking, up. Keep them hung up. Speaking of these uh, young cats, man, I got to give an early, early, early hit the showers to a man named... Well, hold on for the shower heads and for you, Cliff. You don't even he know plays, this man? He plays for the Panthers, Carolina Panthers. He's a young wide receiver named Shy Smith. You ever heard of him? Name sounds familiar. I can't say that I know of any. A book I of, never. Yeah. I never heard of him. He was. This is as of March 26. He was arrested on handgun, drug, and drug possession charges. So it says last Friday he was unlawfully carrying a handgun, had drug possession, and speeding in South Carolina. Early hit the showers because you just was on some hot boy shit. You just on some dumb. Yeah, that's hot all that is is hot boy shit. That's just being young and hot. Right. Um. Dumb, dumb, dumb. dumb. I'm not gonna judge anything based off of the description of the article, you know, because I want to know what it was. What you know? What was the drugs he was in possession of? How much? I wonder if it'll tell me. So he was driving 86 miles per hour in a 55 mile per hour zone while driving in the black Mercedes Benz on the U.S. highway. He's 23 years old. He was released on $6,000 bond. As far as the drug goes, I'm looking at an article. No, it does not say. But you know what? I wonder if for his protection, if they purposely just say, like, you know what I mean? If they kind of conceal it. I mean, they're not going to say what you were in possession of in your charges. Like, it doesn't say, it'll say drug possession, but you got it. Sometimes it, you know, they do say the level, (laughs) but yeah, that could be nothing though. You know what I'm saying? That could be, that situation could be him speeding down the street with a gun and an ounce of weed and got pulled over. All I'm saying is if you're a black man in a Mercedes Benz and you got an unlawful gun and some weed or whatever it may be, you probably shouldn't be going 86 in the 55 in that nice car anyways with that shit. So No, I agree. I agree. That's just common sense right there. I agree. And that's what I'm saying. If you worth a check, I just feel like why... Why don't you have somebody in the passenger with you that can hold that for you? Right. Right. This is mine, officer. Right. He's making money. This is mine. no idea. Yeah, I'm the friend that was on the bullshit. And for you to get out on a $6,000 bond, 60, so the 60, 60, 60,000, you know, 10% 10% of the, you know, so they paid 6000 Leads me to believe it wasn't that much of a big deal anyway. Right. We'll see. Mm. Mm. It's also South Carolina, too, you know what I'm saying? So right. that's another reason why I'm not going to be so harsh and... Now hit the showers, young man. Be a little, be a little. Be smarter. You've seen these young cats going down lately in the NFL. Right. You and your black men speeding. Be more on your James Bond then. Right. You know. So. Who was you trying to impress? Is what I want to know too. You know, you was clearly probably bumping some shit. I don't know the situation. Um. 
Also, did you hear that the Bills, Sean McDermott, their head coach, is looking for Josh Allen to run less in 2022? Um, he stated that he wants the team to evolve. So what do you think about him trying to slow Josh Allen's running down? Will that hurt the, the Bills or help them? Do you think his, his run game is part of the reason why they, they win and they can be dominant? Or? I think what he's saying is, and this is the perfect question for Coach Mike, Right. But more so, I think what he's saying is design runs. Because mm. they run a lot of design runs to Josh Allen, like almost to the point that it gives me a, a college vibe. Right, right. And he's too valuable to the team to be doing that. Mm. Now, where Josh Allen is, what's the word? I kind of lost track of how I wanted to say it. Where Josh Allen is a beast is his improv running. You know what I'm saying? When somebody's closing in on him and, you know, he takes off that, you can't stop. You're not going to stop that man from doing that. He has the gift. He has the ability. That's like when Mike Vick first came out. Motherfuckers didn't want to see a running quarterback. Right, no. But he was like, nah, nigga, this is what I do, so watch me. Uh-huh. Right. And then eventually you. they were like, okay, we get it. But they right. didn't get it at first. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Same thing with Josh Allen. If you if you put pressure on him, you can't tell that man, don't take off. And why would you tell him, don't take off? He clearly has the talent and ability and size to be able to. You just want to limit the design runs, the 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 you want to limit the areas where an injury can happen where the team was was behind it mm. you know what i'm saying like right, that Dak Prescott right. injury where he broke his ankle that was him that was an improvisational play he decided to take off the team didn't tell him to do a design option to the outside you feel what i'm saying that's where it's fucked up, where you're like, damn, we put our player in a position to get hurt. But right. if it's on Josh, that's Josh doing what Josh does. He took off. We didn't tell him to. Yeah. So I think that's all that is. The team saying we're going to limit, like, because I was saying that last year, like, y'all, y'all are running him way too much. Right, yeah. You're gonna burn like, the out. team is, not him. The team is calling plays where he has to. Yeah. And I don't. Same with Lamar Jackson. I was like, why? Why are you? Not so much this year. It it cooled down a bit this year. But the previous year. They were just calling plays like, fuck it. We don't got to run him back. Lamar, get out there. Right. He was do it all. He was do it all every down. You got to understand the gym that you have and not put it in a position where it can be taken away. Right. And that right. speaks for Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Fuck car. Put him design runs all day. Right. And he actually can run a little bit. He just won't. Car? Yeah, make that motherfucker he's run. He's young enough. He's young enough. He better know how to He got he got a little wheels on him. He just won't he won't use them. Hmm. You might see him use him a little bit more in this in this, the new offense, maybe. Who knows? I do think that I do think that he opens up. Like, he opens up a bit. Like, I think that, and don't get me wrong, you know how much I do not like Derek Carr. But I think what you see 
when Devontae Adams comes to the team mm -hmm. is him loosen up into his actual self. And I think you see some of that with the comment that you, I know you want to bring up. <laughs> yeah. I forgot all about it until you said something. But I think you, I think you, you see that when he says something like that, I think you see him, that's him getting too comfortable. So for all the shower heads out there, uh, what Mr. Clifford Jordan Jennings wants to reference or what he is referencing, I should say, about Derek Carr and his Las Vegas Raiders, I'll say, is there was a comment that Derek Carr made about him and uh, Devontae Adams' close personal relationship that they have on and off the field. That way, see, the, now you're framing it, you're framing it weird. And that's, that's how, what he said. No, no, that's what he said, but that's not the context of how it was said. They were talking about him in the off season. Right. Spending time with his, his, you know, getting close with his wide receiver. And he said, we're, we're, we're going to cuddle all night long. That's what he said. No, I'm not saying it though. That's not very suspect. Pause, pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what I'm getting at is that you framing it like their personal relationship makes right, it no. seem a little no, more. No, that's not their personal relationship. I mean, allegedly. But listen, well, however, it, we don't know how it is. But right, <laughs> they're very good friends and former teammates who played in college. Excited to play together again. They joke and right. have a good work. I think that's nothing more than him than a quarterback being excited to have his best friend and wide receiver back on his squad. Well, once again, like I said last night outside of the show, there's a certain somebody I know for sure that would have said some shit like that. I hate to admit. You know? <laughs> but yeah, that's no, I definitely agree. Though. Right. <laughs> it's goofy. Yeah. I definitely agree, though. Um, another thing. So, I wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off because I know you about ahead. to bring something else up. But what I was saying was that is a sign of him getting comfortable. Right. He wasn't comfortable like that before. No, he wasn't. He was just playing football, right? And it's it's crazy that you need that to bring it out of you. But some people need certain things. That, that I feel like we've done that plenty of times, right? Like. It makes it it makes it a little bit better. It makes what you're doing No, definitely. If you have somebody better. that you really fuck with face. with you. Right. Mm -hmm. It not only it makes the hard work fun. Right, 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 right. So I get somebody it. I, can, I get yeah. it a hundred percent. But um I'm still not thinking that he is the Super Bowl winning quarterback. Devontae Adams or not, I don't know if he's the Super Bowl winning quarterback. And even uh what's his name? My guy, Nick Wright, on uh what is that, Fox Sports mm -hmm. or whatever he's on. He was right. talking about he don't even see Derek Carr winning the AFC championship. Now that I mean, yeah, I can't disagree. I mean, AFC's gonna be tough. I mean, you're talking about a game that gets you to the Super Bowl. But the good thing about it, though, at least, and this is what I don't think a lot of people are taking into account, is it's a bottleneck. And right now, the AFC net West is the neck of the bottle. That's the tightest portion of this container. 
And the fact that the Raiders are in that division, we have no choice but to bang around and rub shoulders with these guys. That's an iron sharpens iron situation. Right. So that means that our our situation starts out from the beginning of the season mm-hmm. because we're in the same division. So it's playoffs from week one for the Raiders, the Chiefs, the Chargers, and the Broncos right. because we all can't come out of this division. And our record is going to indicate who does. With that being said... I don't know if Derek Carr is the guy. I still don't know if he's the guy. I would like to see him loosen up and all of a sudden we see him really show his ability because he's comfortable and loose out there with his best friend out on it. That's his best friend. Right, right. <laughs> That's his best friend. That's his be- go best friend. Right. <laughs> That's, sure what kinda, yeah. That's what he's saying. Yeah. That's what he's saying out there. Hit that streak, best friend. And that might up his level, though, right? That might up because y'all haven't seen Carr this comfortable, you said. So with his boy being there, that might up his confidence. That's what I'm saying. Up his game, yeah. Hopefully, that's what we see. Mm-hmm. That's what should happen. I don't know that that's what we see happen. Mm-hmm. But that's all I wanted to, uh, you know. Yeah, I was just saying, or oh, what I was going to say before is I also read that Coach, uh, Colts coach Frank Wright said about acquiring Matt Ryan, he claimed that they both needed each other. I wanted to get your thoughts on on that statement and if you feel like that's – I know it's too early to tell. Time will tell, not to be cliche, but you think that's going to play out to be valid or you think it's just a, a random do. combination they threw together and we'll see I do, happens. I do, I do, because the difference between a Ryan and a Wentz is Wentz is still <laughs> young. And I don't mean young like uh, in age, but I mean right. young in experience out there on the field. Matt Ryan is not. Matt Ryan had a Super Bowl one in his back pocket, and he let somebody take it out away from him. Right. So with that being said, he's been in situations where he can come into an organization and identify the things I don't like. I will not be doing that play. That veteran because, presence. You know what I'm saying? Because last time I did that, I lost that Super Bowl to Tom Brady. We're going to have to get that changed. And then the coach all of a sudden says, you know what? It doesn't make sense to run a slant in that route. Let me get that changed up. Right. So right. I, I completely okay. understand what they're saying. And I think the coach didn't look too bad last year with wins. Well, when we look back at, at the numbers, I remember us saying, and, and I had agreed, I said, his numbers didn't look too terrible, right. surprisingly. He didn't but... do that bad. So I feel like if you increase the the caliber of quarterback, and I'm with a Matt Ryan, I'm not saying you're increasing it much. No, I think you are definitely increasing it. I'm not saying that you're increasing it much. You do get an increase, but it's not it's not a a, a wild increase. Well, Matt Ryan's been to the Super Bowl. I think he's been an MVP. Well, I don't I don't want to miss misspeak. I can double check, but Matt Ryan's been a top quarterback a few yeah. times during his time in the league. Yeah, I'm saying. I'll give you that. I mean, so I'm just saying. And what Wentz that. has been only one? Yeah, not even that. Just a couple games. That first year. 
So with that couple games and his season with Indianapolis, you don't give him a, a, a smooth one. I think if I was giving him like a bar, like on a video game, I think he'd be at a 1.2. Like he filled the bar up once with both seasons, but not enough to give you a full one and a half Sam, or I'm something. Saying if Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz were both to retire right now today, Matt Ryan's getting into the Hall of Fame a lot quicker. I don't even think that Correct. Carson Wentz, all I'm saying is I don't even know if Carson Wentz, I should say, would even get into I agree game. to both, but the difference is Matt Ryan is has been in the league longer. He's had more snaps. He has. He has. He's had the opportunity to be in more situations where regardless of Carson Wentz's age, this is really like his third year. You know what I mean? Like third year actually taking snaps? Like that he's coming into, this is his third year. Yeah, but Ryan Fitzpatrick's been in the league longer than Carson Wentz. And I mean, I, I think that Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than a, a Ryan Fitzpatrick. And he's been in the league a long time, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, that's what I'm getting at. That's what I'm getting yeah. at is this man hasn't had enough snaps to for us to know if he is or he isn't. Our right, biggest right. issue with him is injury, heart. You yeah. don't have enough of it. That's what everybody always says. No. Nope. But nope. as far as talent, he has some of that. Some of the intangibles. Right. So we 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 need to give him time to cook. He his pot just may take longer to boil. Then you might be right. You that that could be the case. He could have some time. I mean, Going to the Washington Commanders, I don't think. Like I always. I <laughs> I, I, Redskins is the first thing that pops in my mind when I hear Washington. Yeah. I got to get to the Commanders. I, I played, uh, my Little League football team was the Washington Redskins. So, For real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Commanders. Uh, we used the Mifflin Sharks. Shout out to all my sharks out there, uh, baby. And, and, no, y'all was more like shark bait. Man, you <laughs> crazy as hell. I played for Mifflin for three years, four years. For real? And we only lost one game. And the whole time Damn. I played with them. Damn. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to my Mifflin Sharks out there. That's all I'm saying. But. Now, uh, I also had seen something that said that the Broncos head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, has been communicating nonstop with Russell Wilson. Like, literally, there was a quote that said that they text almost like day and night type stuff. And uh, the coach was quoted that they're joined at the hip. That's good, though. You need that at least for a... Any new quarterback's first year, you need that. You need right. the coach to, you need him to really be under the coach's wing, understand what's going on here. But I feel like it makes it easier when you have a veteran quarterback like a Russell Wilson. Right. It's hard to do that with a rookie quarterback, a, a second, third year quarterback. But when you got a ex Super Bowl winning quarterback, Man. That's the whole, like I said, the whole Matt Ryan in the Colts situation. He's probably doing the same thing. That's why they're joined at the hip, where he's like, Coach, right. I'm uncomfortable with these plays here. I've seen them before. Right. right. 
he can be your like uh your uh, what's it called player coach right but before you can trust him to be a player coach you first have to have a a firm understanding of him how he's gonna work how he's gonna move the team so it's supposed to be that way right are you uh I don't know when you want to get into it, but the whole sudden death rule change. The uh, seen the conversations yep. about that with some of the people around the league been saying. About I feel like it, it's supposed to. If that was how it was supposed to be, we talked about it. Remember, we had that conversation where the the current overtime rule it just doesn't make sense. It's based right. off of a coin toss. Right. The one thing I don't like about this new rule that they're putting in place is that they're only putting it in place for the playoffs. Oh, is it? That's okay. what I read. Yeah, that's what I had seen too. You're right. But how so many that's... games? But the games determine who gets to the playoffs, and how many games are determined by overtime. So why would it not bless you? Why would it Thank not you. be for the entire season? Why are you just doing it for the playoffs? Bless you. Thank you. Um, that's a good point. That's just wild to me. Well, shout out to the Bills because that's it. <laughs> That's a good question for Coach Mike because you know that's his team. That it was one of the driving forces behind that rule change, particularly right. in the playoffs. Uh huh. So um, I'm sure they're happy. The Bills and the uh, Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mike Tomlin had quoted that he liked the original way. He said, uh, "Let me see what, what the quote was." He has said, I'm not a fan of the overtime rule changes. I don't fear sudden death. And I get that, right? Because Mike Tomlin, they the Steelers haven't been just dominant since what? Roethlisberger's third year? Basically, what I'm saying is it's easy to say that when you're the guy scratching from the bottom. Right. But when you're the guy on top and it's like, damn, they won the coin toss or they won, so we lost. Right. That's different. But that rule benefits the, I don't want to say the weaker team, but the underdog team the The team that really can't you know it's tough to win head up but if we win this coin toss we just got to get it on one drive we might be able to pull that off right so it makes sense to hear that from mike tomlin but at the end of the day if we're calling it fair because that's all it is is trying to see fairly who's the better team right but I still feel like a coin toss shouldn't be the decider of that. And yeah, your right. defense can get a stop. I get that. I understand that. But at the end of the day, we're tied for a reason. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're tied for a reason. Right. So just because you got the momentum to get that one, that one score doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to stop me if I'm scoring coming back the other way. Right. Because we're once again, we're tied for a reason. Right. So why not give both tied teams a shot? Right. That makes sense. But, I mean, I do like the fact that at least in the playoffs, they're willing to give it a shot. I do think they should eventually roll that out to the entire 
season though. Right. And then uh, I had also seen, which was interesting, that recently the Jaguars center Brandon Lidner retired after eight seasons in the NFL. So Jacksonville's got to find a new center to compliment Trevor Lawrence and the new head coach, Doug Peterson. Hmm. He announced the center announced this information on Instagram on Monday. Oh, so that's fairly recent. Yeah. Huh. So Jacksonville's got some trouble on the offensive line because you know with a center, not only you're a lineman, but you're, you know, you you know what I mean? Yeah, that's tough. That's, that's a big part of that. That's that's the the literally the centerpiece of the offensive line. That is that yeah, is Yeah, that's tough. The main focal point. You but can't just throw a new center in there. We also do we know what he did in that time anyway? He may have not did much. You know, like that may be, it may be, it may not be a bigger hit as perceived because we could get a new center in there. And I don't mean we like I root for Jacksonville, but they right. could get a new center in there and he'd be the better of the two. Right. Like I got this. Right. That could be the case. That could be the case. It wasn't so, like Jacksonville was doing much in the past few years anyway. That's another team that's just been doing the bare minimum, I feel like. But good luck, Jacksonville. Um, I also heard that the NFL formed a new committee to review policies regarding diversity hiring. Teams mandated to hire a minority coach as offensive assistant. What now? The league announced on Monday a new diversity advisory committee which includes business leaders, academics, and former Houston Texans GM Rick Smith to review league and club policies in light of ongoing concerns over a lack of diversity in hiring. Teams are mandated to hire minority coaches as offensive assistants are mandated to hire minority coaches as offensive <laughs> That's interesting. Listen, I don't um what so I what, gather offensive assistant has to be a minority. Teams mandated to hire minority coaches offensive assistant. See, I don't know what that means. I mean, I understand I don't know what that means really. The fact that any of this has to be forced is just obviously sad. That's but what does that mean? Does that mean that they're forced to give a black coach that interview for a head coaching position at least offensive coordinate like what does that we can't yeah that's a good point like we can't i don't know how to interpret that coordinator i don't know how to interpret that and i don't know if that's of a, a benefit or not right and what is every team gonna have a black oc now i don't get it right, like right <laughs> That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's that's interesting there. Um, do you remember, Cliff, the coach back in the day for the Panthers, John Fox? He coached for the Broncos, when Pey I believe, when Peyton Manning won that ring, too. John Fox, remember him? He coached the Panthers, and he also coached on the Broncos. Again, I think he coached the year on the Broncos when Peyton Manning won that ring for Denver before he retired. Probably if you've seen him. Might, yeah, but, but no. Any 
it, anyways, I had I had also read that uh, unless his re- name has a J in the middle, I don't know him. <laughs> I had also read that he uh, recently was hired as the coach or the Colts' uh, senior defensive assistant, John Fox. Senior hired as the coach's senior defensive assistant. Right. So is that over the defensive like senior defensive assistant? I mean, in the team, does that have on defense? Is that like a coaching position or is that a front office position? So let me me see. Yep, he is the one that helped the Broncos win that ring. Um, Yeah, it just says senior, senior defensive assistant. After several years as a college defensive assistant, assistant. So he's been this before, a yeah, defensive assistant. It doesn't. What really does get does it much. say? What that job consists of? I could probably Google it and see what they would tell me on Google. Because I don't know. I don't know. NFL. So defensive assistant in NFL. Well, let me tell you this: the average they make is anywhere from forty-three thousand up to one hundred and thirty-four thousand, depending on your seniority. A year? Uh huh. So, whatever he's doing. For example, Cliff, Ryan Flores. He's his title is senior defensive assistant slash mm-hmm. backers coaching. Okay, so that's he, what I was looking for. But making how much? A hundred and forty something thousand. It says the range can be anywhere from like forty three and some change all the way up to like one hundred thirty four and some change per year as a defensive assistant. Okay. All right. I said, "Damn!" I said, "John Fox came out of retirement playing uh, goldfish. Come make probably a couple hundred thousand or something." All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, he served some time. Uh, ooh, what's this? This is new. This wasn't okay. Now I'm looking here at some of these updates to see if there's anything else worth. So kind of looking here, um, Jerry Jones, they keep bringing up this allegedly illegitimate child of his (laughs) and they keep going into like actual documents allegedly of child support payments how long it's been going on items he bought and i guess supposedly when they asked his lawyer about it they say can you explain why they're why they are called child support payments the lawyer has said this was part of the agreement that jerry jones had done with this lady and her child and part of the agreement i guess was to use that verbiage and then i guess they said uh the lawyer had said basically read between the lines like child support payments read between the lines like so i'm taking that as jerry jones has an illegitimate daughter he don't claim he might claim on the on the yacht in the summertime when the media ain't there but all right, Jerry. 
it don't surprise me. It, it this Jerry Jones. He's a controversial dude. I don't even know what to say to it. I mean, like they said, they said it, the baby's from Ar- they, they said the woman's from Arkansas. She worked at an air flight. She's an air flight attendant. I mean, it really doesn't matter. She's not getting the Cowboys. Right, right. You know, like, what does this all, what does all this matter? What does it yeah, matter yeah, at that, all? Yeah, that's the, that was on NFL.com recently, a couple of days ago, making some further headway and further details. I was like, man, y'all talking about his uh, potential illegitimate child, man. Like, like you said, what's the big deal? Well, I mean, that? I mean, I... What can you say? I mean, they it was an agreement signed. Apparently, he held up to it. So, right. what, I, they, what, are we, what are we talking they, about? They even included, they said for her 16, 16 year, I don't know how old the girl is today, but they said for her 16 year birthday party, there was a receipt that he bought her like a $76,000 Escalade or some kind of SUV or something like so whatever situation is, he was taking care of them. Right. So what are we talking about? It may not have been father of the year when he was taking care of <laughs> Right. Shit. I'm sure he sent Cowboys gear too. You know Man. what I'm saying? So he sent some tickets here. In an Escalade? Right. Motherfucker, I'm cool. You ain't got to, right. You ain't got to be in my life. That's probably better <laughs> than I'm sure he was sending money. I'm, I'm sure she was well taken care of. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, but yeah, I mean, kind of looking here. Supposedly, uh, also Kyle Shanahan, the head coach for the 49ers, said he was ready. To, he's ready to play Trey Lance, and for him to be the starter, he was quoted saying, "I think that that will be sooner rather than later." Any thoughts on that? I mean, that's your only option since you didn't make no moves to get rid of Garoppolo. Right. That's your only option. Like, I don't think that, like, Garoppolo, he's another wishy-washy quarterback to me. He is, man. I don't I don't have, I wish uh, we had Jersey Mike on here to break Garoppolo down. All right. I'm not, I'm not, that. I'm not, he's another, he, I wouldn't, I don't know if I quite put him in your, your category. But I would say he goes in one above it. Right. Right. But she she right. still has to go in there. Yeah. I don't know. So other than that, if you're not going to get nobody or trade him off to get nobody or picks or anything like that, Trey Lance is your only other option. Right. Right. And I think he, you know, I think he could be ready sooner than later, too. I think so, too. I mean, after a while, you just got to throw a motherfucker in there and see if they swim or they drown. Right. Right. That's facts. Matt LaFleur was quoted also that they definitely, the Packers definitely need to get some speed at wide receiver after losing the Packers. Man, they needed that beforehand. And Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they lost two of their biggest wide receivers. They got they another another team like Pittsburgh. Like you have to be planning on making some moves, right? And we know that you don't have good draft picks because at least for Green Bay, you've been in the NFC Championship the past couple years. Last year you ain't make it, but right. 
You're not getting good. You're not getting good draft picks unless you're trading for them. Now, I can't even remember what did they get for Scantling. And I know they got uh, a first and a, I think a first and a second from Oakland. Was it from Oakland? They might have some. Let me see. I think I have that somewhere. The trade for Scantling. Uh huh. Hold on, what did I just see? Whoa, Bryce Young is entering the transfer portal. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I have it here. I have what he got, but I didn't see. So, um, they traded... It just says that that they signed Scant Scantling. It didn't yeah, say I, I don't see anything either. Yeah, yeah just, just a sign. Yeah. And what I got? Well, shit. I don't know what you get in your draft. All right. That's the thing. I don't know what you get in your draft. And do you want a legend quarterback like Aaron Rodgers throwing to some babies out there at wide receiver? You wasted Aaron Rodgers' time. He could have went ahead and retired and went on to uh, Jeopardy. Listen, that's what he should have did. Right. If I if he could have had a crystal ball to tell the future on that one, I'd have been like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, do this Jeopardy. That's what he should have did for sure. Mm-hmm. I bet he's looking back at it like, God damn. But um, other than that, I only got uh, the Dolphins, Trey, uh, Devontae Parker. I've seen that to the Patriots. What do mm-hmm. you think? That's definitely an upgrade. That's an upgrade for the Patriots. And, I mean, you mm-hmm. got Mac Jones back there, so you definitely need somebody to throw to him. Right. Yeah, that's going to be nice. That's going to be nice. I think they got a few pickups. Patriots. And they still they got Nelson like- Aguilar. Yeah, they make like silent assassin moves. Like they don't do nothing crazy, but it ends up usually for the most part working when they get right. the people they get. Because they get select people. Right. Not, not just the big names. But yeah, that's definitely a, a nice pickup. I seen that uh Malcolm Jenkins finally retired after thirteen seasons in the NFL with the Saints. For real? Yep, he played for my Eagles for about six years. I did not see that. Three-time pro bowler. Yeah, he finally retired, called it quits. He wasn't past, I'd say, three or four years. He really hadn't been right productive, just, you know, out there. So right. good, luck to, good luck to Malcolm Jenkins. Good luck, um, always. Lamar Jackson tweets, he loves his Ravens. He rips the false narrative about wanting to leave Baltimore. Yeah, I heard about that. I mean, where would he go regardless? He could go anywhere. I mean, where would he go is a good question, but, I mean, he could go in. I mean, not anywhere. Like, I don't know. Like, New England would be a weird system. But, like, yeah, where would he go? That is a good good question. Where would he go? That's the question. Pittsburgh? Shit. Not with the team they got. Pittsburgh, San Francisco. Uh... Las Vegas. 
Nah, look at you. Yeah, Devontae Adams, boy. Boy. That's Light tough. Light shit up. Light shit up, boy. He That's tough. Fuck, up. The, fuck the friendship. That's tough. Right. <laughs> but at the but. same time, if I get a Lamar Jackson, I got to have a... I got to pay my backup decent money, too. Because chances are you'll be in there. Yeah, if he gets banged up. That's the only issue with that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Um, I can't think of anywhere. Yeah, I can't think anywhere else. Where would he go? He gotta stay um, in, in Baltimore. Yeah, I don't know where else he would go. I don't see where else he would fit. There's nowhere else for him to go. He has to stay in Baltimore. Baltimore is not a bad team. So I don't know. I mean, of course, you're always going to get somebody reaching for articles, clickbait and shit. So I understand why they saying. But it doesn't even make sense as to why you would put it out there that he should go or was wanting to go. Because he was doing decent till he got hurt last season, and it's right. still to, and his team still did decent without him. Yeah, they didn't do too bad, uh, especially with that backup, um, Tyler Huntley. Huntley. Yep, yep, yep. I liked, mm-hmm. him. I liked him. He was he was a little Lamar Jackson two point Listen, I liked him too. So mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense for him to go anywhere. So I don't know what that's about either. Yeah, he wasn't doing too bad. Um, by the way, it says that the yes, as of yesterday, the 2022 NFL schedule release date. Well, I'm sorry, the NFL schedule was basically released. It says officially yesterday. I'm assuming that they're giving you not just who they play, but obviously where they play, whether it be home or away, things like that. But since it was officially released yesterday, the NFL schedule schedules. When's the draft? Well, that's a good question. I can because I told White Mike that we was going to do well another draft episode. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Um, matter of fact, here it is. Um, I got it. Saturday, April thirtieth. Oh, sorry, it's April twenty eighth, Thursday through Saturday, April thirtieth. Right. So I could do that. Yep, definitely be available that Thursday. Mm. If we do the draft. Day one of the draft will begin at eight o'clock that day. On April 28th, on a Thursday. I mean... So I have to do an FMLA? Well, I don't know. Depending on how you want to do You know, that draft's a little... Well, it depends on how many rounds you want to come. No, well, we ain't going to go... Nah, remember we ain't Yeah, do... it's just round one. That's right. It's just All round right. one. So, yeah, we should be cool then. Yeah. Could do that. Yeah, okay. But, y'all, I don't really got much else. Yeah, other than, for the NFL, I don't. Um, other than that, NBA. Let's see, we just had the podcast on the thirtieth. So as far as the NBA goes, we gonna have to cover it on Wednesday anyway. Right. 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see any fights or anything. Did you see any fights? Nah. Next closest fight. Next real closest fight worth watching is gonna be that Arrow Spence uh, against Yordanis uh, Ugas, who just beat Manny Pacquiao for the WBO WBO belt. Mm. So that happens on April sixteenth. Arrow Spence needs that belt to. Uh, Fight Terrence Crawford. Right. So that's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, I wanna see I that's seen, a good yeah. fight. I seen something about your boy uh what's his name? I can't think of his name. Who? Starts with a J. Javante Davis? Yeah. I thought no, was it him? Yeah, he got a, got a fight coming up, but that's not till May. Right. Who's he fighting again? Rolando Romero, Roly. Yeah. I think that's a. I don't want to say a joke fight, but that that's just a. I don't even know how to put it because it's not a joke fight. Like Roly's all right, but he's not on Gervonta's level. Right. But supposedly that was supposed to be that a fight that Mayweather and them wanted because that's his last fight on uh, his contract with Mayweather. After this mm. fight coming up, he's a free agent, and he said he either wants um, the winner of the Devin Haney-George Cambosos fight or Lomachenko. So it mm. seems to me like he's trying to go undisputed as well. Right. So we'll see what happens with that. But he, yeah. I mean, Roly still does have pop. So, but Tank, we've never seen him hurt. We've seen right. him like, we've seen him rocked, but not like rocked to where he was stumbling around. He got a good chin on him. I don't know that Roly's power matters if he can't really touch him. Because Tank's on a different level. Mm. Tank only gets touched by Roly if he's throwing a punch or he's not really worried about it. He's moving into position. I don't think Roly hits him with anything flush. But we'll see when that happens. UFC is finalizing a Strickland-Pereira bout. Do you know who those fighters are? Strickland and Pereira. Let me see. It's two. Sean Strickland and Alex Pereira. No, I don't know them. Okay. They're working on a UFC 277 pay-per-view on July 30th for a 185-pound matchup. Nah, I don't know them. Strickland's 25 and 3. Pereira's 5 and 1. I haven't really been as deep into my UFC as I usually am. Yeah, Nate Nate Diaz had recently tweeted at the UFC to release him from his deal. Mm. So seems to be a problem there. The Bellator Bellator belt survived the bomb in Ukraine. What? According to ESPN.com. Survived the bomb in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. The Bellator belt. Yeah. Damn, it's getting real out here. Oh, yeah. Other than that, 
I don't have any other uh, big updates here. I'm scrolling through ESPN. Yeah, I don't got shit either. We at one thirty. We can wrap him. Um, hit the showers, huh? Yeah, and I don't know who I'm giving it to. Who am I giving it to? <laughs> I gotta give it to uh, I gotta give it to Blair Cobb. Who? Blair Cobb. He's a fighter in Errol Spence and them's division. Uh, I mean, I really don't want to give it to him, right? Because he just got a KO, a TKO loss. I can't remember the dude's name. He lost to last week. And he took the fight on, I think it was like two or three weeks notice. So it was a late fight. But he got knocked out. And the reason why I was thinking, and I think I still am going to give him the hit the showers, is because he was talking so much fucking shit. He was talking so much shit before the fight. And everybody, like all the fighters, was just laughing about that shit. I don't... I don't quite think it's laughable right because he did take the fight on two weeks notice he just wasn't prepared at the end of the day that's what it come down to he underestimated his opponent and he wasn't prepared and he thought he could just walk in and walk through somebody but i gotta give you the hit the showers but just just because it was a bad move to begin with right yeah that's that was a. Uh... Yeah, that wasn't the best move it sounded like. Yeah, that's that just a, that's a bad move to begin with. Like, But, I mean, I understand taking a chance, and that's what I think a lot of fighters need to do more of. Errol Spence is not one of them. He's always been a chance taker. He's going to go down as a legend of this generation. Man, but, I, think, I think as far as... Hit the showers, go Cliff. It's going to have to keep going to my Lakers every single week at this point. <laughs> Anthony Davis came back. He didn't do too bad at all. Um, let me pull up his stats unless you have him. No, I definitely don't. I ain't. And I know we'll talk about it more. In right. I don't, try, I don't even but... track the. Uh, I don't write the stats down till uh, Wednesdays. So he was 23, 12, and 6. 23 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, Anthony Davis in that That's a loss. Good game. So yeah, he didn't do he didn't do bad. But the rest of y'all bums, you know, like I said, I don't even think I don't even know if we'll make the play-ins. I, I mean, I don't know. And like I said, Frank Vogel, you gotta go. I saw that post where they was talking about expanding the play-ins to 10 I games. You said that, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that's weak, but I feel like they're just trying to do that to get the teams that they know they're going to make money for mm -hmm. in the playoffs in there. I think the Lakers are one of them. Yeah, L.A. hit the showers. I'm tired of y'all losing. Uh, at this point, I always count on y'all losing. I never bet uh, on y'all. I bet against y'all, and I'm tired mm -hmm. of shit. So hit the showers. Do better. Mm -hmm. Do better. I don't care if y'all don't. Right. <laughs> but do better. Do we got anything to take us out?
Stone Cold Steve Austin tonight, baby, back in the return, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, I know Cliff don't follow up on it, but it's basically Super Bowl weekend of the wrestling okay. uh, industry. WrestleMania. WrestleMania okay. actually started seven minutes ago. But uh, yeah, back on Wednesday, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. All that. Yes, sir. We'll, we'll catch y'all. Um, I ain't got shit. We'll catch y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Until we see y'all again, shower heads. Yeah.